Seven things you didn't know, you need to know. I'm Kira Rebens and this is the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Good morning, it's Monday the 4th of July, it's Independence Day. Happy birthday Malia Obama, Post Malone and Neil Morrissey. Three people have been reported dead and several more critically injured after a shooting at one of the largest and busiest shopping malls in Scandinavia, the Field Shopping Centre in Copenhagen. The 22-year-old Danish man was arrested at the scene on Sunday evening and has been charged with manslaughter. He'll be questioned on Monday morning. Police Chief Soren Thomason said that they're not ruling out that the shooting was terrorism-related. A nearby Harry Styles concert was cancelled just before he took to the stage, leaving tens of thousands of fans needing to be evacuated. And I witness to the event spoke to BBC News and said he was on his way into the shopping mall at 5.30pm on Sunday as the incident started. At the time I didn't think that those shots were actual gunshots because it's not something that you would imagine in uh, in a country like uh, Denmark. On Saturday, the Russian Defence Ministry claimed to have seized Lysychansk, the last city of the Luhansk region remaining under the Ukrainian control. The Ukrainian army confirmed it had withdrawn from Lysychansk and denied the city had completely fallen. In his nightly address on Sunday, President Zelensky confirmed the loss of the city and vowed to retake the city with the help of new weapons from the US and others. And if the command of our army withdraws people from certain points of the front where the enemy had the greatest fire superiority, in particular this applies to it means only one thing, we will return thanks to our tactics, thanks to the increase in the supply of modern weapons. Ukraine does not give anything up. Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese visited Kyiv on Sunday and promised to send more aid. He had earlier toured the devastated towns of Buka and Arpen, describing what he saw there as a war crime. Here we have what's clearly a residential building. Another one just behind it, uh, brutally assaulted. Uh, you know, the, this is a war crime. This marks the end of a difficult seven days for the nation after the missile strike on a shopping mall left 21 people dead and intense shelling in the city of Solvyansk, which looks like a strategic step in Russia's plan to have full control of the Donbass region. Northern Ireland governance issues continue to be addressed this weekend with senior Irish politicians using UK media to discuss the protocol as well as any potential future border polls in the north. Speaking to BBC Northern Ireland Sunday and politics show on Sunday, Thorisha Leavaragar said that the executive needs to be up and running and the protocol issues need to be sorted out before a border poll could be held. In my mind, uh, a border poll at this stage um, would be both divisive uh, and defeated and that wouldn't be a good outcome for anyone. In a joint article in the Observer newspaper, Minister for Foreign Affairs Simon Coveney and German Foreign Minister Annalena Baerbrock declared that there's no legal or political justification for unilateral action on the Northern Ireland Protocol. This was echoed by the German ambassador to the UK, Miguel Berger, during an interview with Sophie Ridge on Sky on Sunday morning, who said the UK should be careful about breaking the agreement that was put in place just two years ago. Uh, There is no doubt about it and I think uh, Theresa May has said all about uh, this uh, position. We share it. Um, This is breaking an agreement and I think that lawmakers, House of Commons, they should be very concerned about what it means to break an international agreement, how that will be seen at the international stage. 
Another week, another UK Tory party scandal. This time it's Conservative MP Chris Pincher who resigned from his Deputy Chief Whip position on Thursday and was suspended from the party on Friday following allegations he groped two men at a member's club on Wednesday night. Independent peer Lord Chris Smith had some strong words to say on the matter when asked how the current wave of scandals compared to those during the John Major era. Oh, this is infinitely worse. It's the um, uh, the ignoring of the law of the country so frequently in Downing Street. It, 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 there's a whole litany of stuff. It is infinitely worse. Venture was promoted to the role of Deputy Chief Whip in February despite claims of inappropriate behaviour stretching back to 2017. BM Boris Johnson said he was unaware of these earlier allegations and Work and Pensions Secretary Therese Coffey was sent out to defend her boss. I'm not aware that he was made aware of like specific claims about uh, um, any particular incidents or anything like that. No, I'm not. I don't believe he was aware. That's what I've been told today. Still to come the Smart 7 Island edition, all the action in Crow Park and Adele makes a grand return right after this. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. It was a busy weekend in Crow Park with matches on both Saturday and Sunday. On Saturday, Kilkenny dominated play to secure their place in the All-Ireland Hurling Final as they defeated Clare 226 to 20 points. After the match, Kilkenny manager Brian Cody spoke about the work rate of the team. Uh, the work rate was strong. We um, worked the scoreboard well and we were in a good position at half-time. But also the position that we know that Clare with the spirit they have and uh, the way they're guaranteed to fight to the bitter end was not going to be enough. We had to just keep keep doing it. Probably the second half performance dipped some, somewhat all right, but that, that can happen, I suppose, we're trying to play out time but look at it I have absolutely just total praise for the players the way they just apply themselves The action continued in Crow Park on Sunday when the tip miners narrowly beat Offaly to secure their place as the All-Ireland Minor Hurling Champions with a 64 minute goal finishing 117 to Offaly's 116 The main match on Sunday saw Galway take on Limerick for a place in the All-Ireland Hurling Finals with the inevitable win for John Colley's team in a nail-biting match which ended Galway 124 to Limerick 27 points Manager John Colley spoke after the match about how it all came down to the last quarter. We were in flow very early on, but that flow got disrupted then, you know. Uh, obviously, Galway came back into the game, settled, 
and started to get a bit of fluency going themselves. And uh, you know, it was nip and tuck really, uh, you know, three, four points up or down, whichever it was. You know, so it was a really tight game, and ultimately, I think it came down to that final quarter, and we won the final quarter. And I think that was the vital part. What's next for Taika Watiti? Good question. The Thor Love and Thunder director sat down with Entertainment Tonight in anticipation of the Chris Hemsworth blockbuster coming out this week to talk about his future plans and seem to set himself an interesting challenge. What would really annoy the fans? That's really the only thing that I'm interested in. What do the fans don't want? Let's find out what the fans don't want on Reddit, and then that'll be the next Thor film for me. Thor and a buddy on a road trip to Vegas. Fully clothed in winter. At Christmas! Oh! Christmas. Okay, I got it. A Christmas Thor. Hey, Chike, call it Thor 4. Thor Thaws, 10%, please. After cancelling her Las Vegas residency back in January, Adele held her first UK public concert in five years in Hyde Park on Friday. It was an emotional night for the singer, who relied on her fans to get her through her opening number, the aptly titled Hello. To be to go over. Help me. She also took some time to fire t-shirts into the crowd, which led to an unforgettable moment for one young fan. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced, and published by Daft Dogs. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday, the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.